Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Seems that for the last few years, we've talked about this problems with ambulances and paramedics right across the province is that we don't have enough of them. Now this story is coming up again, where the union representing BC paramedics and emergency dispatchers say that staffing shortages are at crisis levels. So the province is dealing with an unprecedented level of vacant paramedic position. So what does that mean? How is that translating into the service that you hope that you don't ever need? Let's find out. Cameron Eby is with us now, the provincial president of the Ambulance Paramedics and Emergency Dispatchers of BC. Cameron, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. What's going on out there? What's happening? Well, we've been having reports from our paramedics and dispatchers over the last number of weeks that uh, the, the number of ambulances and dispatch positions that aren't staffed are at what we see as record levels. And that's translating, of course, into ambulances out of service and the potential for delayed responses. So is that people, like the jobs are vacant and the jobs aren't being filled? uh, Or is that just we're having a a regular shortage? It's a bit, it's a combination of a couple of things. So uh, we're advised that there are quite a few uh, vacant full-time positions in the lower mainland and that leaves the uh, ambulance service without the depth of relief workers that they need to cover vacancies both predictable things like vacation and unpredictable things like workplace injuries and, and sickness and so when those ambulances go out of service everybody else that is still at work of course has to pick up that extra workload uh, and it's 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 reaching a bit of a breaking point and that leads to more occupational stress injuries like PTSD and more people needing to be off work and then that just makes it worse. Yeah, so how is this um, manifesting itself? Like are we seeing a shortage in the number of uh, paramedics who are on shift? Yes, that's exactly it. There's a there's a, an incredible number of ambulances that are out of service because they can't be staffed and, and so we've had reports uh, last weekend, for example, for the area, the lower mainland area, which stretches from Pemberton to uh, Boston Bar Hope area, uh, of having at one point 40 ambulances out of service, uh, which represents about half the fleet on that particular night shift. So uh, removing half the ambulances from the street is uh, has a dramatic impact, of course. Yeah, that's crazy. So what is that? So that means that people are waiting longer than when they do need an ambulance? Yeah, of course, we don't have access to uh, response data, but we presume that there's no way that you can't take away that many resources and not have an impact to response times, especially for the lower acuity calls. It's going to translate into people waiting longer. And in fact, we've had reports from our call takers and dispatchers of having people phoning repeatedly, uh, and, and waiting extended periods of time and getting understandably very upset on the phone uh, for doing that. And so we think it's something that needs to be uh, addressed 
very quickly. Yeah, what do we need to do to to fix this? Has this been a long-standing pro- like problem, and and what's being done about it? Well, you, you may remember talking to us a few times about ambulance shortages, but we believe this is a little bit of a different context. Whereas previously, we were talking about you know possibly not having enough ambulances to meet the call volume demand. Whereas this situation seems to be more focused on the ambulances that we do have aren't staffed. And so a uh, little bit of a, of a different scenario. And so we think that the solution uh, needs to be more of a province-wide look at it. Uh, the Obviously, we need to fill those vacant positions in Vancouver, and we've got lots of paramedics uh, lining up to do that. The problem is, is that that creates a shift from our urban and our rural communities of the paramedics moving into the larger centres to get full-time employment. And that's where we're having trouble backfilling positions is right. in those medium and small communities. So those places, we, we can't just rob the paramedics from, from those communities, otherwise we're just shifting the problem. So we've got to create a better system with good paying jobs to attract, recruit and retain paramedics in all communities. Is it a matter of training then? Do we need to train more paramedics? Well, it, we've moved away, or the ambulance service has moved away from the model of actually providing the training for paramedics, but uh, it, we need to be able to recruit paramedics. And, and like I said, I, we believe that that's through good-paying jobs uh, in all levels of communities. So what does that mean, that when you say recruit paramedics, so they should already be trained? That's right. The, the model now is that... Uh, that somebody interested in the career goes and obtains their education from an accredited school. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there are a few of them in British Columbia, but there's many more across Canada. And then uh, those graduates apply to be a paramedic with BC Ambulance. But the problem is, is that they have other opportunities, of course. So there's, there's many paramedic opportunities in industry here in British Columbia. Uh, And then there's, other provinces that are also seeking qualified paramedics, and so we've got to we've got to get uh, competitive with them uh, to to make sure that we can draw in the people coming out of school. Because right now, when you come out of school as a paramedic, the job prospects are not great. You're generally going to a small community that that you likely don't live in uh, to work on call, and uh, you don't have any guarantee of income, and so. We need to fix that in those small communities. We need to fix it in the medium communities, like where I live in the Comox Valley. Uh, we're seeing those re- uh, recruitment struggles everywhere. So that's interesting then. So what would be better then? So if, if people are looking for a job, if they've got that paramedic training, can they be hired on right away now in the bigger areas or shouldn't they start and learn somewhere else? Well, right now the model is, is that Generally, you're, you're hired into, as I said, a smaller remote community. Right. And as you build uh, time with the ambulance service, you move into the larger centers. And so what it creates is, uh, again, I mentioned that I'm in the Comox Valley. So yeah. we're a medium-sized community. So we're going to draw our paramedics from some small stations on either on the islands or in the North Vancouver Island. And those people are going to be hired off the street there. And so those employees are generally there for a very short period of time, and they're just trying to get to the the next station. And then uh, in a station like mine, that will be generally the last one before you move to a full-time position in the lower mainland. So it's a constant 
flow of employees and a flux, and it uh, it doesn't create stabilized staffing in, in any community, whether it's small or large. No, it doesn't sound like it. So then what's the next step here, Cameron? Like, have you, have you talked to the health minister or, or reached out? Yeah, we have. We've had discussions around this. Uh, we right now uh, we are in a, a period of collective bargaining, so we think that's an opportunity to to address some of these issues. And uh, and so far, we've made some good progress uh, at the bargaining table. So uh, we're looking forward to, as I said before, trying to bring solutions to to the entire system, not just one pocket of it. Okay, Cameron. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. That is Cameron Eby, Provincial President of the Ambulance Paramedics and Emergency Dispatchers of BC.